0: Hello and welcome to the Crazy World of Absolute Bedlam podcast. My name is Ben and I interview people from all around the world, from all walks of life, about interesting topics such as being an actor, musician, personal trainer, video game developer. You name it, I've probably had a chat with them. So my main background is music but I'm looking to get basically anyone from YouTube, Twitch, you name it, put them in touch with me and I'll have a chat, like I say. Um, recently done a flurry of veteran episodes, so if you want to check that out, that's a slightly different thing called Tales from the Trenches with my friend and editor, John Belfield. But enough of that, I'm here to just introduce the episodes and just say if anyone wants to help me out by donating to ko which is a donation service which is available at www.kofi, fi, which is ko-fi.com forward slash absolute bedlam podcast. If you go to that website, you'll be able to donate a minimum of £3 to me. You can donate what you want and you can also set recurring payments, but I don't, you know, if you want to, then that's fair enough, but, you know, just do what you can if you can, that sort of thing. Um donations really really help me out because this takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of energy especially when I'm sorting out US people to podcast with and interview etc so every little helps really really genuinely it means I can really put some time into this and really like make it as good as I can possibly get um I'm currently on the lookout for a webcam as I've mentioned several times now um and that's a £70 product, so all of the donations that come from this co-fi, co-fi, will go towards that £70 webcam. Um, I don't like asking people for money, but if you're enjoying the episodes, say you've listened to more than two or three episodes the whole way through and you're enjoying it and you like what you hear, then a donation would massively be appreciated. Um, right, I'm going to stop waffling and I'm going to let you enjoy the episode. But yeah, cheers, guys. Keep it Bedlam, and I'll speak to you all soon. Take care, bye. Good evening, and welcome to Absolute Bedlam podcast. I've just been on the Nevermind Polly podcast, so I feel like I've got, like, four jobs on the go at once, and I love it. Chaos is where we thrive, people. Right, so tonight I've got a co-host, which is a weird moment in history. And I've also got a special guest called Chris Cartwright, who is a musician and a clothing company creator, founder, and we'll obviously get into everything else that he's been doing lately. But my co-host for tonight is Sam Welch, who's been on several podcasts in the past. How is it going, people? I'll let uh, Sam go first, if that's all right.
1: I am very good. Thank you, Ben. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm all right.
0: I'm all good. 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 Can't complain. Life is busy.
1: Yeah. And I, I believe what you meant to say was um, the start of episode two, season two of Absolute Bedlam. Um, but, is that know, not still
0: the... your Instagram bio?
1: I, I've got a feeling like it possibly is. Yeah. can have a look. <laughs>
0: Surely not. What's your Instagram again? Dorchester Iron. That's the one. Yep, star of season two, episode two of absolutely fed the podcast. <laughs> Fuck's sake, the meme lives on.
1: Yeah, well, all I could say is I'm loyal to a fault, quite obviously. Absolutely.
0: absolutely. How's it going, Chris? You all right?
2: Yeah, not too bad, thank you.
0: All good. No. Have you done one of these before? I have not, no. Yeah. Nice. A first for ABP history. I love it. Yeah right so chris just a question for you with everything that's been going on in the world with all of this uncertainty and off on culture that we seem to thrive in at the moment how have you found covid
2: (laughs) um yeah it has been tough man um for sure like everyone else it's just trying to find ways of yeah just looking at things in a positive way and just keep going really but uh it wasn't easy for sure
0: yeah so been any particular moments where you thought this is
2: mental um i think not being is it the one of five the one in five rule not not being with people more than five in total that was a bit like what yeah That's insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like the first time my my life to actually be told to restrict who I hang out with, which is insane. Yeah, Um, yeah.
0: yeah. Fair enough. And we're we're here now, and everything seems to be getting a bit better. Well, according to the UK government, because they've just gone fuck it, think for yourselves. (laughs) Because apparently, for two and a half years, we weren't capable of thinking for ourselves. So. The government had to impose loads of rules. But anyway, yeah. if you want to listen to that podcast, it doesn't exist. So fuck off. Right. Sam, have you got anything to add? How, is, how are you today?
1: I'm, I'm all good. I'm all good. Actually, just sort of like sitting there and sort of While well, you guys are sort of talking about COVID and everything. I I was looking back on some of my Facebook kind of, you know, this is what you did two years ago or yeah, yeah, a year yeah. ago. And I I saw a picture that I posted um, probably about a month or so ago. And I'd sort of put the caption on it of um, out having my government mandated exercise. Yeah, yeah. And it's just that thought that I can remember because I was working from home Mm. um, when I wasn't furloughed in 2020. It was just a case of, you know, I'd I'd be sat in front of the computer all day Mm. in my house. But the Mm. one time of the day, I would actually go outside would yeah. be to take the dog out first thing in the morning. And there was just no one there. And it was just a really surreal kind of experience. Of, almost like the, and I know we sort of half joked about it when it first started, but a bit like those zombie movies, you know, yeah. where nothing. And yeah. Yeah. yeah just, it's, it's a surreal thought to think that that was only a year, two years ago that that yeah. was happening, so
0: yeah yeah definitely it's been a weird time but we seem to be uh getting through it slowly one vaccine at a time and all that so um yeah it's all good Mm. right next question is for chris and it's about music so chris when did you start getting into music and when did you realize that you didn't just want to listen to it
2: you actually wanted to perform it great question um, well, I'm, I was born in Chelmsford, Essex. So growing up as a kid, I was into rap and I'm, you know, I still like it now in, in, in some respects, but it's not really my go-to anymore, but I've always been a fan of music. Um, and, and when my family moved here, when I was, I was at 2005, um, I remember taking the school bus to Hardy's, and uh, "Danny California" was on the on the radio on the bus. It was the first time I was like, "Wow!" Like, yeah. I was actually listening to like, the separate instruments as a from different perspectives, and yeah. like, I was just like, "Wow! I can't believe you know that's funky. It's mm. it's mm. in its own right. It has so much life." yeah and I kind of kind of got bitten by the bug then man really mm-hmm. um and then I, well, I asked my parents to start my to start drumming lessons, which funny enough, my very first lesson was with Sam's little brother yeah and so yeah um that all kicked off yeah, around year nine, so I don't know what age that is, <laughs> but <Yeah>. um. <laughs> So, yeah, man, I kind of. So, I was learning drums around that, you know, sort of 12, 13 kind of age, I believe. I believe that's just a rough guess. But, um, but yeah, I think through. I mean, when I was eight years old, I was diagnosed with semantic pragmatic disorder, which is on okay. the autistic spectrum. So, it's like a speech speech impairment. And also, I would struggle with. Um I always struggled with talking as a kid. Okay. Um, so music for me was a way of mm. like hearing different words being spoken, being pronounced, being used in different contexts. Um, so it kind of music not only you know it was it, was, it kind of just helped me develop my speech quite which is pretty mental, but um mm
1: gave you a voice yeah Well, they, they they often say there's a lot of people that say that um certainly people learn to speak english because they listen to either american or british bands uh, yeah. um and because they listen to their their catalog so much it just you know they pick it up so much so much better um so yeah, it's, but it's interesting hearing it from that point of view chris because i've never actually um yeah yeah no one ever really i never thought about it that way either but i mean if yeah. if I could jump in Ben of just course. to kind of ask um you know I was quite fortunate that um my love of music came from my parents um and I was very lucky that they had quite an interesting taste in music as well you know my my dad was massively into into blues music um and you know, we've you know, we still got all his vinyls, and um, one of the big ones, and anyone that knows my family probably knows this, but one of the big bands that we grew up with, um, not a blues band, well, kind of was, is Status Quo. Um, so that was kind of the introduction to mm. you know the rock, rock and roll world. And and like you said, you you you've obviously known my little brother, um, for, for years and years, and he always had myself and the other one of us, um, kind of, we were always playing music, um, whether it be CDs or tapes in the car or what have you. Uh, So he kind of picked up, certainly at the younger age, our kind of taste in music. So was there anyone that you kind of picked up on? Did your parents have a taste in music that you liked or are you about to tell me that they like Shirley Bassey or something? uh...
2: You're not far, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So... My, yeah, my parents have a very different... Like My dad likes electronic organ music. Oh, wow. So it's very niche. Mm. Um, so it's like these artists who play 30, 40 grand like, organs. Um, but they play Queen, they can play Abba, they can play Elvis, they can play Sinatra. So I kind of grew up with that kind of... Um, sort of just tempo all the time. Whereas my mum's more like Kylie Minogue and mm. it was quite funny you say that because it was actually recently about a month or two ago, my dad literally looked at me and said, Yeah, how did you even like <laughs> where did you get this from? Um, and I just simply yeah. obviously we're heavy heads. Um mm. Chili Peppers opened the door mm. to, for me to find slipknot, mm. um Limp Biz Kit like this is just through school but just like like Lincoln Park mm. Rage Against the Machine and it, like just all these bands um yeah you know which I, I prefer metal to rock any day of the week mm. but then there's we both we all, all three of us know the amount of sub within metal is, is crazy yeah Red Hot Chili Peppers really are a gateway band. They
0: they open so many doors to so much because they're almost so many genres in one, aren't they?
1: Well, and, I think yeah. I think that that phrase uses gateway is right, and I think Chris has just obviously listed a load of them there because you know of the three of us talking now, I'm the eldest, um, and I, I mean I think Ben, you're probably roughly in, well not quite in the middle of us, but um, you know I'm seven years older than than Chris. Um, yeah. I know that because same age as my brother. Because he talks um,
0: about it all the time, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, because I'm just wild. Um, but you know, for for even that seven year gap, that generation, mm. those are the bands that everyone picked up, and they were the gateway. Yeah, all right, you you'd run into someone who, you know, straight away was into something ridiculously heavy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah sort of like early doors but for i think for mm. most of us it was you know chocolate starfish right. hybrid theory whatever that kind of got you into that world yeah. um and then it's like example one of my favorite band of mine that is also a favorite band of my mother's believe it or not is nightwish mm. i never would have discovered nightwish without listening to evanescence first and yeah. then reading an article in kerrang and they say oh here are these other bands there's yeah, Nightwish. Yeah. there's lacuna coil and that's how it all gets going, and you sort of start experimenting yeah. and listening to different things. So,
0: yeah, one leads yeah. into the other. The um, Danny California, though, like when you were describing it earlier, Chris, like it does feel that that song has a conversation in it because John Frushanti plays three guitar solos in it. Oh, and, man, he's just yeah,
2: crazy, mate. He's Absolutely. incredible.
0: But yeah, it's just there's so much in that band for four people. There's so much, like, I know some people that only listen to Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Some people only listen to Freaky Styly. I've listened to the whole thing. Not so much the new song. Um, Is it Universal Love? It's literally just come out. I need to actually... Unlimited Love. Unlimited Love. I need to actually properly give that a go. But By The Way was my... That was my golden goose by far. Absolutely love that album. It had so many different emotions in it. But yeah. Nice. Hell Yeah. So, Chris, what band are you currently in? Let's promote the hell out of it.
2: So, I am currently in El Muno. Well, we're based in Brighton. We literally re- released a EP roughly a month, five, six weeks ago called Temple Corrupted. There it is. Get on um, YouTube, people.
0: Have a look at <laughs> Sam's frame.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not being paid to do this either. I I bought this with my own money, Nice. 100%. Um, Hell yeah! So, yeah. Sorry, Chris. You crack on, mate.
2: <laughs> no, it's all right, man. I, I, I'm dying to know what you what you what you think of it. To be honest, mm.
1: do you know what? I was I was listening to um, a couple of tracks earlier. Um, I think it was um, Requiem was one of them, um, and I I heard a review. Um, or someone describe a guy called Stephen Hill, who's a, um, a music journalist who is quite well known in sort of like the music journalist kind of world as such. He's, he's got his own podcast, which I think is called riot acts. Is it a yeah. thing? And, um, he's also appeared on the metal hammer magazine podcast, um, where he plugged the album and he, he described, um, you know, your band and sort of said, you know, that the vocals is very, um, so of very Mike Patton-esque, you know, and then there is the sort of like other, but it, it's it's definitely not Faith No More, hmm. what you guys play. It, it's very different. Again, there are sort of like, I don't know, there was almost sort of like elements of bits of sludge almost that are kind of got from bits of it and sort of doomy parts. And then you've obviously, yeah, it's just like, it's just one of those, it's, it's one of those bands, and certainly that was one of those songs where it's just like, just going kind to of throw everything in, because one minute you've got that really harmonic kind of almost, it's not off key, but it's not almost in time kind of vocal, but then next moment you've got this huge scream coming out and you've got massive guitars, you've got, you know, the beats you're kind of throwing in. And it's just, yeah, it's a melting pot of all kind of things going on, and it mm. is, yeah, it's... I'm, I'm glad it's a purchase. I'm very pleased. I've got a collection of CDs behind me. I'm not proud of all of them. I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> that, I don't mind that. Really, yeah, I'm very pleased I bought that. I can probably find some very dodgy CDs quite easily, but I'm not going to. Nice.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, we've got Spotify. We've, we've got 1.5 monthly listeners, 1.5K. And, yeah, you've been consistently releasing at least singles for the last four years from what i can see here on my phone right now and um yeah i listened to it briefly when we first chatted last week and i wanted to tell you what the hell you were getting yourself in for um and i'm gonna make a promise to myself right now that when i do the washing up later which will inevitably be sat downstairs when i finish recording um that i'm gonna listen to it properly tonight and i'm gonna let you know what i think so uh yeah, yeah. please do man awesome Hell yeah. So, just off the back of that, have you got any announcements that you can give us an exclusive on? Have you got any gigs that are coming up that have made you go, how the fuck has this happened?
2: Well, we recently announced a couple of festivals, um, one being Art Tangent, which Mm -hmm. um, is crazy. Yeah, man. Um, We're all of us are mentally stoked for that one. Um, Bit nerve wracking, but. It's, uh, you know, it's, I think the whole, the whole Temple Corrupted journey, Of obviously we mentioned COVID at the beginning of, of, of all this. and Yeah. We were actually, we were writing kind of when it was all starting to kick off. Mm. And we managed to sneak into, not sneak, but the one in five rule, we managed to get into the studio to track during the one, well, during the five rule. So we were very lucky before it all hit the fan. Yeah. Um, but then we <laughs> we mixed the EP over Zoom like this. Yeah, yeah. With the producer, which was was crazy. <laughs> it was just crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I think. I mean, we're current, trying to think of exclusive things to say. I think uh, the album. We're already talking about the album. Cool. Which is really, which is really cool. We're currently looking at uh, studios, so um, it's and we've got a load of demos that we're just gonna dive into and dissect and what have you. So yeah, it's yeah. Hopefully, we'll be looking at autumn have tracking. You, was, so yeah, have, have you got um?
1: Have you got anyone looking to come and you know, whether it be producers, mixers, anyone who's kind of seen the way that you know, the EP is kind of gone that wanna work with you and sort of like approached you. Because obviously things like like you mentioned, Arctangent, you know, that's gotta be off the wave of this because um, Chris probably won't say it, so I'll say it. <laughs> All the reviews I've seen have been bloody good for it. You know, at the end of the at the end of the day I'm I'm a thirty six year old balding fella in dorset you know <laughs> what do i know um whereas you've got really decent reviews in metal hammer magazine you know which is a
2: mm.
1: national magazine you know um, i believe it was um, reviewed in kerrang as well um you know like i said there's a you know at least two podcasts where they've spoken about it so you know this is um you know the band were mentioned as one of metal hammer's Fans to watch in 2022, so you know you you must have people kind of knocking on the door saying, "Oh, do you know what? I, I really like what you guys have done. I really want to work with you." You know, who's, who's who's knocking on the door that you're thinking, "Oh, wow, this is getting a bit serious now."
2: Um, we have, we, well, yeah, we have been approached by you know different people and what have you. I'm not sure if I can say who it is at this moment in time, just because because we're in talks and stuff at the moment, so I don't really want to jump the gun and what have you. But um, it, it, it was definitely definitely like a Jesus Christ. Like I was 13 on the bus listening to Danny, California. I, I just decided to go to Bournemouth College to do a diploma in music for two years, then moved to Brighton for three years to do... A professional musicianship in drums and now you know my drums are, are being uh, with three other amazing musicians it's just crazy man how uh, you know I've just kind of just dropped everything was like you know what I'm gonna go for it and in, like you said just reading all the reviews it's just really um, surreal yeah yeah no fair enough fair enough if you can
0: work hard and Show that you're worth your salt and all that sort of stuff, then grab it. Well, it hasn't opportunity been five minutes, it's
2: been, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's been uh, seven, sorry. seven, eight years, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, you know, I was in a, in a band pre, pre before Muno. We actually I knew, I knew Jamie, Harry, and Zach before we because I was in an old band called My High, which are really, really cool. Mm. Um, but you know, things you know you drift apart or what have yeah, you and it just didn't seem to work out but um you know we still we still talk and what have you which is all good but we my high moon though toured during our third year um and then uh after i graduated i pretty much just i was pretty done with <laughs> music in a whole really i was kind of just um I, yeah, it was just a very long story, which I, we could we could tap into now. But um, yeah, it was just I was working at the hospital um, in Brighton, the, the Royal Sussex Hospital. So I was doing that month Saturday, Sunday, then my degree during the week, and then rehearsing, you know, <laughs> a lot yeah. during the week. So uh, it was literally burnout. So yeah. um, I literally said, "Look, um, I'm." Uh, i'm gonna i'm gonna leave and and come back home and um, to this day i'm still recovering from it but it's all good yeah
0: yeah yeah, that's it wow well they always say that an overnight success is 10 years in the making and it's uh it's interesting to see that come true so often because you always see people like Sai and the cheeky girls they explode do you know what I mean like obviously I'm not comparing them to you but
2: you no, just no, no, see no. them
0: sort of just batter themselves to the like the Spice Girls like you got to a point where you're watching TV and they're on TV and then you turn the radio on they're on the radio and it was like fucking hell I can't escape this but it's because they've got a fucking marketing campaign behind them and they've been speaking to the right people do you know what I mean like some of it's talent some of it's luck and most of it's a shitload of money <laughs> Let's be honest. But yeah. Um yeah, it's it's just amazing what you can do when you put your full ass into everything, right?
2: Yeah, man. Like by oh, by all means. I'm not sitting here and saying it's been an easy ride. It's been a very it's been a very much a roller coaster, but it's one that I'm glad that I've gone on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah.
0: Cool, cool. Um, if you could just check your phones quickly we'll keep recording but we've not got an awful lot left so we're going to have to start a new Zoom in a minute so that's fine so I can probably get one more question out and then I'll uh, send the emails over so Chris currently in El Muno what is the best gig you've played in terms of like this is going to be shit to like oh my god there's actually a lot of people here and they all care not necessarily like the highest ranking headlining act. I mean, have you ever thought, do you know what? I just I drove for four hours for this and there's four people here. And then all of a sudden this like uni breakout party happens and you're like,
2: holy fuck, this was worth it. That sort of thing. Um but fortunately, I'm in a band that we don't just turn up and go, Oh, blood, you know, Jesus Christ. Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. We look forward to each gig. Um, you know, obviously each one is different and some are more fun than others, but we, yeah. I would say my favorite one, and I think oh, the boys would probably agree with me, but Burn It Down Festival last year, um, it, it, <laughs> it went off. Yeah. Um, it. it was during the day, it was probably about two, three in the afternoon, we're playing. I believe it's a, a pub opposite the foundry in Torquay. I think it's the Parrot and something. I'm sorry, I can't remember it at the top of my head. But mm. um, you know, because obviously you got you got um, as soon as the act finishes before you, you wait for them to to pack up and finish, and then you jump on and then what have you. And it was it was it was virtually dead. Yeah. And then um, before we head on stage, we we actually played the wild hunt before we walk on. Yeah. And you know, we hear the you know the the intro start, and then this, from the t- from the time it took from us walking from sort of like the upstage, upstage area down onto the stage, it was just like it was just absolutely like yeah, you I couldn't see that. the back. I love that. Yeah, and it was just yeah, man. It was like for me, it was it was. I don't think it would take a very long time to top that. It was just Mm. all of us were just in the zone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was was tight. Mm. Um, The only thing that happened was Zach's strap came off, came away from his guitar, but he somehow managed to carry on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully to um a friend of a friend of ours who was, you know, sort of helping out it was kind of like a tech with us on tour. Mm. Um, but it was just phenomenal, man. Just you just I just got you know, it's yeah. such a, a feeling when you walk off. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's such a release. I, I enjoy asking people to split it. Like I ask for like a wall of death. Yeah. And obviously sometimes it's like, oh, okay. But like, I literally um, pointed at them with two fingers and I spread it like that and they literally instantly moved. Like I actually felt like I was Moses or something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Fantastic. It's, it's, um, yeah, man, just without, without a doubt, that gig. Hell yeah. Awesome. Sam, have you
0: got anything to add to that? Because we're about to start a new Zoom meeting. We've got about three minutes.
1: No, just um, do you still get the same feeling? Yeah. Um with every gig as you're kind of approaching the drums um, and, and what is that feeling? Is it nervous, nervousness, excitement, you know, what's going on?
2: Um, good question. I've, I've always, I'm always anxious before gigs, always. Hmm. Um, uh, even days of recording, like the day, the night before recording, I can't sleep. Because I'm like, mm. you know, it's, um, it's, it's, it's. I think for Temple Corrupted, when we are in the old chapel in Chichester, I slept well. Because um, I think it's just the boys put me at ease. But um, yeah, anxiety is a lot of it. But as soon as I go on stage and sit behind the kit, I'm like, oh, I've been doing this for over 10 years. It's all right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. not just going to forget how it's, to play it. it, it. You know it's me?
1: strangely, it's your safe space. Mm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but imagine... i mean the anxiety is a good thing because yeah, yeah, I yeah.
0: Care. Hmm. imagine that like imagine getting nervous about going into the office <laughs> I yeah. It yeah no i love that right we're just going to take a tiny break i'm just going to set up another zoom because they're now asking for money and they can fuck off if they think they're getting my money so <laughs> i'll be back in five minutes bear with me and keep it bed them two seconds Hello, hope you enjoyed that episode. Just got an ad read from a new sponsor called Set Surf. So, Set Surf is a small British company passionate about mineral sunscreen and natural skin protection. Our range of sunscreens and creams are designed to protect your skin naturally, without harsh chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life. So. If anyone knows me in real life, they'll know that I'm from a seaside town, and one of the most important things when you go to the beach, and probably anywhere in the world really, to be fair, is sun cream. And we all know how much of an absolute disaster it can be when you go to the beach without sun cream. So I want to make sure that people are using the right sun cream and not the rubbish, cheap alternatives from many, many supermarkets, (laughs) I won't call any out. But yeah, this is how Set Surf is different from all that cheap, nasty stuff that will just about get the job done. So it's 100% mineral. We don't use any harsh or weird chemicals to reach SPF 50. They just use zinc oxide and titanium dioxide, which makes them perfect for sensitive skin and all of your kids. It's reef safe because we use no chemicals which harm coral reefs and aquatic life at all. Our sunscreens are genuinely reef safe. They're also non-nano. We use non-nano sized particles which don't sink into the deeper layers of your skin like you get with some chemical sunscreens. It rubs in virtually clear. So set sunscreen rubs in very well without leaving any chalky marks or residue on your skin. And they are also very, very water resistant. Lastly, they are packed with good stuff. They contain Kalahari melon oil, argan oil and aloe vera to nourish and moisturise your skin. If you shop the range at www.setsurf.com, use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off any of the products on their website. So that's www.setsurf.com and use the code BEDLAM20 to get 20% off of anything on their website. Right, another ad read coming right up. See you later. Archie Soul, male grooming. My main sponsor for Absolute Bedlam podcast. I have been with Archie Soul since I think April last year and it's been such a good experience for me to go a bit back and forth with Mark um, give him some ideas he gives me some ideas for the podcast in return and it's a really nice relationship that I have with him I'm very very grateful to um, get loads and loads of free samples from him and help grow his uh, company at the same time so it's a nice little natural thing that we're doing I've got some notes here, two seconds so Archie Soul Men was created to bring some of the finest men's grooming products from around the world to the men of the UK. Not male models, not Instagram filters, just the everyday bloke. We do not sell ordinary, we sell outstanding products made by craftsmen who care and these products really do work. Products that will make you feel great at work and at play clean and fresh with every use so archisoul.com is their website free shipping orders over 25 pounds get free shipping no quibble 30 days return guaranteed all dispatched from the uk and an array of excellent five-star customer reviews on their website for you to have a look at if you want us-based products archisoul does the rest right here from the uk let them do the heavy lifting for you Code Bedlam 2022 will get you 20% off your total order, except for leather bags and razors. Some of the products include Duke Cannon, Anthony, Walton Wood Farm, Ace High, Darwin's Grooming. Just absolutely incredible products. Incredible companies. Just check them out. They're incredible, like I say. (laughs) I've said it three times. Beard oil, shower gel deodorant wallets beard combs notepads leather bags anything you want for all the males out there to feel a little bit more special no plastic no problem just a cardboard box for the goodies and environmentally friendly packaging for all of the safe transit the shipping like i've mentioned before is incredible i order stuff on tuesday and i get it on thursday you can't ask for more than that really uh, their website is on shopify So it's got all the latest payment options available. So yeah, look good, feel great. Archie Soul, male grooming. Right, enjoy the episode and see you later. Hello guys, got a new ad read for you from a company called Optimus U. Um, So they are a fitness and sportswear company. Um, They are... An excellent example of how fitness and sportswear should be achieved. They are going towards the fully sustainable route, which I am well behind planting a tree and all that sort of stuff for every purchase. So I've got this to read out, I've got Optimus U, we are much more than just a sportswear brand, we are a community full of fighters for 100% of the people, absolutely zero discrimination, and only using the very, very best quality in organic, sustainable materials made ethically here in Europe. Whether you're taking your dog for a walk or hitting that new personal best in the gym, let us help you along your journey and letting you become the most optimus version of yourself recently got these on board because i think that luke from optimus U is a fantastic example of a leader and lockdown has helped him create and develop this amazing brand um, and they are incredibly involved they're incredibly inclusive like i say and i cannot recommend them enough so give them a go at OptimusU.co.uk, if you use my code which is bedlam10 bedlam10 you'll get 10% off your order and i just i think they're fantastic um they haven't put a foot wrong truly absolutely awesome company um i've recently been given a shirt and hoodie from them and i will be ordering some more stuff from them very very soon so shout out to OptimusU. uh right Back to the episode. Cheers, guys. Bye.